Welcome back. We got another great episode here of Dissecting Success. We're with Damian Nordman. He's a mindset coach, business coach, and mentor to superheroes. How fascinating. I love that. He works with Dharmapreneurs, who are basically entrepreneurs whose businesses are unique expressions of their higher purpose. He works with them to help them align with their superhero success laws for greater impact and profitability. He's absolutely fascinating. He has such an interesting story, and I am so excited for you guys to get inside his mind. Ever wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success for vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Welcome back to Dissecting Success. We are back and today we've got Damien with us and I'm so excited to have you. How are you doing? Wonderful. Absolutely delightful. I love it. I love it. The viewers might not be able to see this, but I love your vibe, Damien. So awesome. So I'm going to dive right in with the first juicy question we have for you. And we always like to know, what does success mean to you? Oh my gosh. You know, it's funny because my podcast used to be called The Inner Secrets of Success. And now it's called You Are the Superhero. But I used to ask people a lot of questions about success. So it's it's kind of ironic that now I'm getting asked that. And so I have to be put on the spot. Um, Gosh, here's what here's what I would say. So I think there's there's two main things about success that that what it means to me. And I feel like these are actually very universal, even if people don't have the same words as me. But I, but I definitely this is what I think about. So the first one is success is when we can be, do or have what we want, like manifest the beingness of what we want the the doing of what we desire and the having of what we desire so that's the kind of the first kind of more more like a manifestational i guess the being is more being but still like you got to sort of become or or step into or receive that and then the second part is um i could blanket statement and call it fulfillment but really what i'm talking about when i say when we have fulfillment is an inner sense of fulfillment of uh what i call karma and dharma because our karma is what we need to learn or grow. Uh, you know, it's, it's the challenges that we face that we are able to, 
you know, transcend. And then our Dharma is our mission. It's our vision. It's like our, like our reason for being here and what we have to give to the world. And I think when people are doing those two things, giving what they're here to give, receiving what they're here to receive and grow in the lessons, that is success. So either one of those, and I really think both of those kind of big things go hand in hand that, you know, when you're, when you're being, doing and having what you want and when you're fulfilled in life inwardly you're successful and you have it all working together it's like how can how can you go wrong (laughs) wow i love that being doing and having that is powerful so damien how did that come into form in your life like what does that look like like take us into your world for a second (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if people want to go into my world. That's getting up. Um, so, oh my gosh. So, so your question is how, in, in terms of success, how has that kind of played out in my life? Is that the question? Yeah. Like how is this sort of, you know, this philosophy, the meaning of success, how has that translated and made your life be a certain way? Right. Yeah. Because we all experience something, whether we like it or not. <laughs> And so, wait, maybe, yeah. maybe this is a good spot for me to d- jump in. Damien, at the time when you started to, you know, be, be successful or, you know, achieve the success, were you following specific laws of success or did those come after when you were reflecting? Let's talk about that too. Okay. So I think this is where things get so interesting and tricky and I'll try to be brief, even though it's, my life has been such a wild roller coaster ride, a, I mean, it could very easily be like novels of soap operas and all kinds of crazy things that have happened. Um, and and as, as Blair knows, I was with an organization called the School of Metaphysics for 22 years to the day. Um, and that in, that in and of itself was a crazy ride. And so I had a lot of successes there and I had a lot of failures there. But, you know, when I say failure, I just say failure because like things didn't work out quite the way I wanted to. And I kind of fought some learning and growth. And, and even at the time I left that organization almost five years ago now, I was in a dark place. I went through this deep depression for two years, two and a half, almost two and a half years. Um, so, you know, what I would say is that, that it can look so different for everybody. So for me, I, I kind of felt like I would cycle through different levels of success, like a spiral in, in certain ways. And then I would kind of find myself back in certain karmic patterns of challenge. But each time, because I, I've tended to be a kind of person who stays awake, like I don't like to check out, I don't do drugs, I don't drink, I don't do things that like, you know, put me into an unconscious state. I've stayed awake to the pain, the challenges and all of that. And so with each new level, things have gotten better. So I'll just throw out like an example, like, I was in, you know, kind of a place after I'd been with this organization for like, gosh, 12 years where I was about to leave. And it's like, okay, I'm done with you guys. And, and then I decided to stick it out and stay. And that was when I moved down to Dallas, Texas and, and built like the largest school of metaphysics branch that I had ever seen in my years there. And anybody had seen in like 20 years and like took two, two people we had who left shortly after I got there. And in two years, we had over 60 students. We had lots of money coming in. We were having fun. People were, you know, their growth and learning was important to them. So, you know, so that was, that was like one area where I was able to apply like the, the laws that I teach, the, the superhero success laws, and really kind of take them to the next level. 
Because it's not like, I mean, I think with any success principle or law or anything anybody teaches, it's not really on or off. It's like you're, it's like this, this journey that you're always on and you're, you know, you're improving, you're, you're making strides. You know, you, sometimes you, you stumble and fall down or you fall back a little bit and then you, you know, you get back up and you learn some more and then it gets a little bit easier and a little bit easier. So my hope at this point in my life is, and I really think I I'm in a best place I've ever been. I'm 45. I feel great. I feel like I'm 25. And I, I'm, you know, kind of gearing myself up for success on all levels where before oftentimes it has felt like only a few areas or, or maybe several, but always missing something like a component somewhere like the relationship or the, the money or the, you know, other things, you know, the fulfillment or, or something. And sometimes none of them were there. <laughs> so, so that's, that's kind of where, what it has looked like for me in just a, as short as I can tell that. Um, but yeah, that's, those are a few of my thoughts. Yeah, you've definitely been around the block a few times and created some pretty awesome things there, Damien. I would love to know, and you sort of like hinted on this just a little bit, when throughout this time, or perhaps it's now, have you felt the most successful? Um, I would have to say, well, okay, I, I have two answers for that. And one is that example I gave when I was down in Dallas, Texas, because we really creation became effortless. I mean, I'd spent a lot of years struggling and kind of fighting myself. And, and because I allowed and I let go, and I, I, I certainly decided to use the things I knew I was doing stuff, I was creating, I was going, you know, doing radio interviews and and giving lectures and starting classes and all this fun stuff. But I also gave myself the time to go to coffee shops and chill out and read a book for hours on end. And I gave myself time to go take walks, which I love to do for, you know, an hour at a time. And I, you know, that was when YouTube came out. And so I was watching the goofiest shit on YouTube. I hope I can cuss on this, this, this yeah, uh, yeah. podcast. Um, the goofiest stuff. I don't know if y'all remember Ask a Ninja. Ask a Ninja was this, this crazy little thing for a few years that this guy did funny as hell. So I would laugh and I gave myself permission to just do all these things that I loved. And that, you know, that time period brought so much abundance and so many great people into my life and students and people who became teachers in our organization. And again, the, you know, I end up drawing to myself a, a couple of really great relationships and uh, even, you know, personally had a little more money flowing in and then our, just so many just great things. My health was, there were a couple of times, my health for the most part was, was good. Um, so that, that would be the first example. And then I'll try to be shorter with the second one, which is again, right now, I just, I feel like I'm poised and just so ready and on because again, once again, so many things are culminating, but I'm like much more awake, much more clear. And also just, you know, I've cast off a lot of the shackles of what other people wanted for me or trying to like, you know, push, push me in certain directions, which was a pretty big karmic thing for me, a pretty good, pretty big lesson uh, that took me, you know, a good 20 plus years to learn in adult in my adult life. So with all of that, I would say like now is like I, I'm moving into this this level of success that is just I'm just enjoying every day. I mean, I'm working my ass off. My eyes are burning today from staring at the computer screen too much, but I'm having a good time. I'm loving the people. You all are amazing. Like I'm meeting people like Blair and you, Teresa, 
who are just amazing people every day and, and uh, getting ready to launch my next program. So I am having a great time. And to me, that's, that's success. Damien, I want to know, you know, you and I talked before we started recording, you said there's 13 laws of success. Let's talk about the top three laws or your three favorite. What can our listeners start doing to work towards success? In your opinion, your top three or your favorite or the top three. Let's dive into that a bit. Okay. So <clears throat> there's, depending on the day, depends on what my top three would be, but I can certainly pick three three that I feel like will be useful to people and, and certainly, you know, ring true. So let's talk about, let's see, mm, let's, let's start with the one that most people have heard of. Okay. And I'm going to give my own spin on it, which is the law of attraction. Okay. Most people have heard of the law of attraction. They've maybe watched the movie, the secret. Um, maybe, maybe they follow some of the other people, teachers who teach the law of attraction, but um, I found that what part of what helps the law of attraction work actually is these other 12 laws for one, because when you, you know, you, when you understand them, how they all fit together, that's like the really, the real power. But if you wanted to use the law of attraction, there's like three main factors to the law of attraction. The first is your thought, the content of your thought. So you get what you think about whether you like it or not. So, and this is, this is where kind of like the idea of positive thinking has come from and power of positive thinking and all that, because when you're thinking about what you desire, you tend to draw it to, you tend to attract it. When you're thinking about what you hate, fear, or don't want to happen, you tend to draw that too. That's, that's one of the drawing factors is our thoughts, right? Um, the second factor is our vibration, our emotions, our state of consciousness. So how do you feel? How do you feel about your life? How do you feel moment to moment? It's the balance of how you feel because if you're feeling pretty crappy, like I would say like these lower vibrational fields, again, of like fear, anger, shame, guilt, worry, doubt, you know, regret, resentment, you know, you're going to attract more situations to experience more worry, doubt, fear, guilt, all that kind of stuff. If you're, if you're focusing on love, harmony, peace, bliss, serenity, joy, all that feeling that way, which you have to cultivate because we're not taught that unless you grew up with parents who are freaking awesome. Um, you were not taught that. So, so the vibrational uh, alignment is so important to attract to you what you want. The third component, mo no one hardly ever talks about. The third component is the, the inner being component. It's the individual component because there are karmic factors. There are factors that come up that we've set into motion before we're even born into this lifetime as a soul, we're setting those probabilities into motion that certain things may come up that could be really beneficial or could really suck ass and throw you off. And I believe, and I found that those are there for a specific reason so we can grow, so we can continue to learn and grow. So to be in harmony with, with this law, law of, the law of attraction you, you know, you, you write down and, and talk about and think about the things you want. So you got the con the, the content clear. You do things to feel good every day. I don't care what that is. I told you what some of mine are watching silly videos on YouTube, you know, dancing around, uh, telling jokes, you know, playing magic, the gathering, you know, being a total nerd. Um, you know, you do things that make you happy and, and enjoy life, have a gratitude list, you know, do something, exercise, you know, take a hot bath, do things to feel good. That's the, the, the state of being. You need those two. 
And then the third is, it might seem like it's out of your control, but it's really not ultimately because it's there for a reason, which is learning how to harmonize with, you know, these karmic factors, these inner being individual factors, so that when things come up, you can be like, okay, this is here for a reason. If it's something I don't like, I don't have to freak out. I don't have to go maybe you do maybe you do freak out for a while maybe you go down a dark hole for a while realize it's temporary it's all everything's temporary it's all going to change tomorrow it'll be different next month it'll be different a year from now it'll be different 10 years from now it's gonna be way different so that's the law of attraction <laughs> i love it i love it the law of attraction so the law number one the law of attraction you just gave so many tidbits i almost forgot we were recording a podcast because i started taking notes and i was just getting super into it What's the second law? Oh my God, I'm so excited. I wish we had all the time in the world for, for 13 laws. What's the second law? So I'm going to say the second one plays real well into the law of attraction. It's called the law of believing and knowing. So we all have beliefs. We all have uh, you know constructs, beliefs, patterns that we've absorbed and that we've formulated and that we've learned from different places. And so these beliefs shape our world. They shape who we are. They shape who we think we are and, and, and what our choices we make and the success, talk about success in our life that we have. So, you know, examining your beliefs and, and re-examining them is really important. And then once you've done a little bit of that work, you set into motion something that you want, a belief that's productive, right? Like, let's say, uh, so Blair or Teresa, do, you, do one of you all have like something you're working towards that you haven't achieved yet? Lots of things. Yeah. Can, can you name one? Oh, I'm just uh, launching a new program this coming January. So I haven't launched it yet. <laughs> okay. Is this <laughs> like a, a one? It's like yeah. a coaching program or? or... It's a, yeah. It's actually revamping my one on one coaching program. So okay. I'm officially launching it and uh, yeah, birthing it in a different way, as I like to say. Awesome. Awesome. So, so you, you're, you don't, you don't yet know, you, you believe you can accomplish it. And maybe your belief is super strong because you've done other things, but you do not yet know that you can accomplish this new launch, this new level. Right. So, but however, go back to like the things you've already done that you have accomplished and achieved. Those have produced your knowing and your understanding that you can stand on that then affect your beliefs. And so your beliefs become stronger. And so you can then have the experiences, take the steps and manifest your next step. The next thing you want, the next creation. Then you have a certain level of knowing, not head knowing, but like heart knowing understanding that yes, an embodiment where I've done this. It's an example I often use like learning how to ride a bike or learning how to drive a car. None of us came into this world knowing how to do those things. Our bodies couldn't even accomplish it when we were little kids because we were too small. But once you started to get up on the bike, you know, pedal around on some training wheels, you know, eventually you got good enough at it and you're like, oh, take the training wheels off and boom, you, you, you're, you're going. And now nobody can take that away from you and say, oh, you don't know how to ride a bike. You're like, no, I'll show you. I'll do it right now. That's knowing. That's understanding. So everything in life moves in this believing to knowing, believing to knowing, believing to knowing. Doesn't matter if you're learning how to meditate and, and connect with God. Doesn't matter if you're trying to heal yourself of like the craziest disease. It doesn't matter if you're trying to make millions of dollars. Doesn't make it matter if you want to be the president of the United States or, or travel to Bali and start a, you know, Kundalini practice there. I don't know, whatever. Everything starts with a belief 
And then you take steps and you move into some greater knowing and then you have new beliefs and it just keeps cast, keeps keeps growing in that sort of spiral. And if you keep working that law your whole life, there's no end to what you can do. You can keep learning, growing and creating and manifesting anything you want from for the rest of your life. I love that so much, Damien, and in a way that, uh, you know, it's funny that I brought up this program, didn't really know what you were going to share. But one of the ways that shows up for me is I, you know, I have clients in my coaching program. So what I do is I can sell this program to one and then to one more and then to one more. So my focus is really on that power of one. And then it's like one times a hundred, one times a thousand. I mean, who knows, right? Like, but I know that one is possible. Like I, I'm already in the knowing. And so really channeling that I have found to be so powerful because I'm focused on the one rather than the quantity of the many. And so it makes it like, it's almost like it takes the, the pressure out of it because when you know, and I found this so fascinating because I, I had, this was a new concept to me just a few months ago. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, yes, I know I can do this. I've already done it. Right. So fascinating. So fascinating. Yeah. Yep. That's really cool. Yeah. It's very powerful. Very powerful. So I guess y'all want a third one. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we do. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go with, um, let's go with the law of, let's go with the law of evolution. So the law of evolution basically states that, that everything is always changing and, and evolving. And that is obvious in our physical world because 120 years ago, we did not have airplanes, computers, cell phones. I mean, <laughs> like 99% of the technology we have today, we did not have. Um, and so the technology and, 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 and things physically are changing quickly and, you know, businesses and business models and pre-pandemic, you know, there were things that were different. And now things are radically changing in, in the business world and the everything. I mean, so many things are changing. Well, what a lot of people don't realize is that internally we're changing every day. I call it our evolutionary locus, which is sort of like the core of your soul, like the core, like your I am or your Atman, like the, the like your Godhead, like the very core of who you are because the universe is always, I mean, we all, we know scientifically that universe is always expanding and the universe itself is changing physical universe. So it makes sense that the inner universe is also always changing. We need to keep up with that. Right. doesn't mean you have to like run hard to keep up with, like you're trying to like run a race. It means you got to like relax and, and tap into that evolutionary locus so that you can flow with the changes so you can breathe with them and yeah you do have to put forth effort you do have to do some work you do have to take action but recognizing that 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 evolution is natural it's normal and so adaptability becomes really important like that the willingness for any person to change and and man i have been the wor i've been the best at this and i have been the worst at this i mean i've gone the whole gamut of extremes I've been like, on. Oh, I'm changing, I'm changing, I'm changing, like I'm doing right now. And then there's other times when I dug my heels in and I just would not, I mean, I was stubborn as hell. And then it, the, the law of evolution just broke me. It was like, you know, uh, getting a ship getting smashed into the rocks, you know, just bam. And I had to like basically die and 
be reborn again and, and go through the process a few more times. So my suggestion for people with the law of evolution is decide now that, that change is good. Change is fun. Change is inevitable. And, and seek out people who change and you can learn how to change. And, you know, courses or coaches or programs or, or exercises you can do or meditation or something. I mean, you have to do it all. Just, just do something so that you can help yourself recognize that there is this inevitability of change, that it's easy, it's fun. And, you know, to, to get up on that wave and surf on top of it instead of uh, getting, uh, getting smashed by it. I think that's brilliant. So just to recap, the three laws that you focused on today, so we're probably going to have to have you back a few times to go through all these laws. So the law of attraction, the law of believing and knowing, and the law of evolution. And I really like what you just said about being okay with change. And I love to lean into change. You know, when the pandemic happened, well, the pandemic started and the world shut down, I felt like everything was in chaos, but I love, I thrive in change. I thrive in those high stress situations because I've learned to lean into them. So I think what you're saying is really, really beautiful. And, um, you know, I'm sure when people connect with you, they can learn more about the laws of success and work with you on your programs. So because we're running short on time here to wrap up our fascinating chat that, I mean, I just took a whole bunch of notes. And so that's probably why you didn't hear lots of from me, but I want to know to leave our listeners with a piece of advice about success what do you have? How can we help our listeners on their path to success? Yeah. So I do have to do, okay. So I do have to do a shameless plug and say, join, join my Dharmapreneurs group, Dharmapreneurs, superheroes in business and life, because I'm actually doing live videos all the time about these laws for one. Um, so you can actually learn some more about them there. But the, the thing that I would recommend that's, that's universal and, and, you know, I've had to like decide if this is just me and the way I've lived my life, but no, I mean, I think it's really universal. Find a coach, a teacher, a mentor, a group. Um, if you, if you're not, if you're kind of afraid of people go, go with an online course or something. So you can do, at least do that. A digital course, find some way to learn and grow. I prefer real people and mentors and coaches because, they're amazing. And I connect with people and I love it. And I think we all deep down really want that. So that's the, the, the biggest thing I can say is find some way, some group or some person who can help you uh, to move forward and, and make the decision now that you're going to learn your whole life long. And you're going to, you're going to learn. And another way to kind of think about the law of evolution is that you're going to get healthier, happier, and, and stronger and better until the day you die. Start, let that seed plant in your mind. You're going to be 70, 80, 90, 100 years old, 120, whatever, 200 years old, however old you want to live to. And you're going to be kicking ass and taking names until your last breath when you die with a smile on your face. And you're just like, okay, I'm ready for to assimilate and go on to my next lifetime. So th that's my suggestion for everybody. Wow. There isn't really much to add there, Damien, at all. That is pretty amazing. And, you know, you've just been such a joy to listen to. I've learned so much in this, like, short snippet of what you have to offer. And I can't wait for our listeners to check out what else you have to offer. And as Blair said, we might have to have you back to, to dig a little bit deeper in those, into those 13 laws because the free you shared, hold them all there. 
there's a lot there. So thank you. Holy so moly. Holy moly. Holy moly. Holy moly. <laughs> I love it. Damien. Thank you thank, all so much. Thank you so much for coming on Dissecting Success. It's been a slice of heaven, a slice of knowledge. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate you all so much. All right. Thank all you right. very much. Bye. <laughs> That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more. 